Will you please tell this committee a simple yes or no answer? Have you been to the Saxonwald Gupta compound? When did she make that statement? She made it recently. When? When did she make that statement? Where was it? It is, is completely it irrelevant when she no, made it. No, it is relevant. She has made the statement, and I'm asking you now, no, did you or did you not ever I visit cannot, the Saxonwald compound? I cannot comment on it. It is not part of the official documents. I, cannot, I do not know but where. But it's a yes or I'm, no answer. Either you've been there or you haven't been there. That's what I'm asking. Have you ever been to the Saxonwald Gupta compound? Yes or no? Yes, I have. You have. Fantastic. I have, I have never denied that I know the Guptas. I have That's said in this committee that uh, I had been invited to Diwali, I have met the Guptas. The AMP Natasha Mazzoni putting the former ESCOM CEO Brian Mulife into a corner to give direct answers. It was clear from the beginning during the proceedings when the evidence leader advocate Ndutuzelo Vanara attempted to warn Mulife not to try to ignore the questions. That with the greatest of respect, and if this is your attitude uh, to responding to questions, we'll leave here 1 a.m. Perhaps that is why we must leave it to the courts. Now, you must please assist the committee by responding to the question. Mulife reiterated his claim of innocence in relation to the report of the former public protector Tulima Donzela, which implicated him into allegations of state capture. He said what is of serious concern to him about the findings is that he was denied a chance to answer to the serious findings of the report. He gave a detailed different account of the alleged phone calls he made while around the home of the Gupta family in Saxonwald, Johannesburg. Because the phone call from Mr. Atul Gupta to myself was forwarded to my message box. There is no other record in my phone records that shows that I returned Mr. Atul Gupta's call or that he ever tried to contact me again. The public protector recorded it as contact with Mr. Atul Gupta. This is according to my cellular phone records, which I have thoroughly examined since the release of a report. I would have raised these and other discrepancies had Ms. Madonsela afforded me an opportunity to present my side of the story. After a long explanation with regard the pension fund payout by ESCOM to Mulife, he said he has accepted that indeed his former employer made a material mistake in law. He says the main reason for this emanated from the fact that ESCOM had failed to give clear terms and conditions in his contract of employment. I have admitted that the PNG made a mistake. That I have admitted. I have admitted in the court papers that there was a mistake. In fact, this mistake was the basis that made the legal advice, I'm told, to say that the situation must therefore revert to status quo ante because of the common mistake. But this statement seemed to conduct his initial submission while he was reading the 20-page written statement at the start of his testimony. He told the committee that there was nothing new in the payment of the pension fund as it was an old practice even to other previous executives. Mr. Brian Dames in his evidence here also said my last request as he was leaving ESCOM was just like the other previous chief executives had received uh, the patches of their years and so on. He also requested it. I don't know if it was granted, but he did say in his evidence that he also made that request. Incidentally, it would be interesting to see how far back 
this practice goes and which chief executives were paid in this manner. When asked about his views on the allegations of state capture by both the Gupta family and the companies linked to the family, he denied having knowledge of any transgressions committed by the Gupta family. So you have to go through a process and then notify them and then blacklist them. But they have a right to be heard before you blacklist them. I'm not aware that the Guptas or any of their companies have been blacklisted uh, or that they've been found guilty of a crime in South Africa. Earlier on during the day, two former ESCOM board members, Veneti Claim and Veroshina Naidu, have told the same committee that they were unaware of the decision by the senior executives at ESCOM that they have given a Gupta-owned mining company a 1.6 billion rand guarantee. The committee then decided that another witness, who is the former board chairman at ESCOM, Zola Tsotsi, should give his evidence today. Public Enterprises Minister Lynn Brown is also expected to make her testimony. Abongwe, Kobogane, CBC News at Parliament.